The word multimedia is the use of a variety of artistic or communicative media using more than one medium of expression or communication. Café is a type of establishment that serves coffee and is known as a place where information can be exchanged. The following is the audio version of the Multimedia Café. And a happy Friday to you folks, February 1st. Welcome to the Multimedia Café. My name is Jason Spees. Thank you folks for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation here at the Multimedia Café, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where we've embraced modern technology in all its different forms. Conversations here are had over the phone, over Skype, maybe FaceTime, maybe another just face-to-face, the old-fashioned interview, face-to-face. Well, once again, I'd like to thank you folks for choosing the Multimedia Cafe as your source for content, a place where all of our interviews are exclusive, one-of-a-kind interviews right here, and let's see who we got on tap today. We got an update from Daniel Stenberg, McKenzie County Economic Development Corporation. Update from Wadford City, the heart of the Bakken oil field. I tell you, they have got some things happening there. Think about this. You go from 1,500 people to 7,500 in a matter of five years. That's what's happened in Wadford City. And they're projected to go to 15,000. So uh, we like to check in with Daniel Stenberg whenever we can. He's got a lot of things going on there. In fact, in this interview, he talks about the new community development person that they've hired, and that's going to be kind of a liaison between parts of government and private sector. He also gives an economic overview of McKenzie County and Watford City, and they just passed an elementary school bond at an 80% approval. Now that tells you what kind of investment they're looking at the future in Watford City. And I'll tell you what, if you take Highway 85 all the way down from Watford City, you're going to run right into Belfouche and Spearfish and the Black Hills. Also, in addition to the abundance of drilling activity in Watford City, there's over a billion dollars in natural gas infrastructure and facilities scheduled for construction over the next year or two. They have a lot of stuff happening going on there, plus donations from ConocoPhillips and One Oak. A lot happening. Uh, you're going to want to stick around for an interview with Daniel Stenberg, McKinsey County Economic Development Corporation. Uh, McKinsey County, better known as Watford City, the heart of the Bakken oil field. And then later on, we talk with Tom Pexcamp, singer-songwriter. We talk about his history with music, what inspires him while he writes music, and also about one of their CD release parties they had that was kind of a little bit controversial because it was about one of their band members dying of a drug overdose. So we can unpeel the onion a little bit and talk a little bit of an open heart with Tom Pexcamp, good friend of the program as well. A lot of the music you hear is by Tom Pexcamp and the Moody River Band here on the Multimedia Cafe. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get right into our interview with Daniel Stenberg. McKinsey County Economic Development Corporation, right here on the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. Talking, I'm smoking, I'm joking with the people that I know. And I'm thinking, I'm drinking, I'm spinning, I'm grinning. Hope my car starts when I go. 
Over the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable Hatch coaching is. Don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Christy Huber, president of the United Way of Cass Clay, says about Hatch coaching. I think it's a really exciting time for our young leaders today because um, leaders like Eric Hatch are changing the face of what it means to lead an organization or what it means to lead a brand. He's changing that. For many years, I think that the, the gold standard of leadership has been somebody who is very polished and has it all together or seemingly has it all together and throughout the years. Um, I think that we've now, especially with technology and social media, we are drawn to what's real. To find out more about Hatch Coaching or to have Eric Hatch speak at your event or company, visit HatchCoaching.com. That's HatchCoaching.com. Or call 701-212-1572. That's 701-212-1572. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spees. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool. Joining the conversation, the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what topic you're going to talk about. Well, coming up next, we've run into Daniel Stenberg, McKinsey County Economic Development Corporation, better known as Watford City, is kind of the central hub of McKinsey County. And that's where the Bakken oil field is. So you've read about Watford City in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, CNBC. You've seen broadcasts on so Watford City has been in the national news, BBC as well, international news. So we talked to the Economic Development Corporation uh, Executive Director Daniel Stenberg quite a bit here on the program because I tell you what, there's a lot of economic activity happening for the nation right there in Watford City, in the nation right there in Watford City. Okay, had to say that twice. It was so good. All right, this is Daniel Stenberg with the McKinsey County Economic Development Corporation. Daniel Stenberg with McKinsey County Economic Development. Of course, McKinsey County, that is the uh, lesser known of the Watford City fame. Is that how, how do you explain that to people, I guess, when they when they ask? Because it is McKinsey County, but nationally, kind of Watford City steals all the limelight, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too many people know county boundaries um, outside of outside of the very immediate area. And even when you get in our area, I think you find some people that might not even know what the county boundaries are. You know, the so Watford City is much more recognizable. Yep. Uh, what, does Watford City have an economic development, or is that are, are you the Watford City economic development? Oh well, that's interesting. Um, we've um, traditionally we've been focused on you know the whole county, including Watford City, and now Vanita Best has been. Um, she's going to be doing a community development for the city and so that will encompass some um, economic development she just got hired within the past month and and so we'll work closely together she's um, pretty versed in the legislature so she's kind of doing um, that for them right now Um, but then she'll also be um, in the realm of economic development too so so we'll have more of a team for this area that way and who who is that again uh, Vanita Best. She was a county commissioner for uh, four years, and um, born and raised in McKinsey County and a rancher. Um, and so, she has lots of her strong roots to the community. So it's kind of a the the reason I was going with the county versus the the town was because you know a lot of oil and gas towns are still in rural America, so to speak, and a lot of times. 
like down in Bowman, for example, I think they've got a county economic, but they're based out of Bowman, the, the larger town. And that's the case here. But it looks like you guys are expanding into kind of a um, a new area, kind of a hybrid, kind of a test area. It looks like a community development. There's going to obviously going to be some lobbying, lobbying involved, um, that, that sort of thing. So uh, it, it, is, is that going to impact you on a day-to-day? It sounds like it's going to a little bit, huh? Well, we'll just kind of be strategic about um, instead of me going to necessarily all the meetings, we can find what her specialties are and we'll do what my specialties are. And so we can kind of tag team things and um, and just kind of do what's kind of cover more ground between the two of us instead of just being one person. So That's a, gro- that's a sign that um, not only is Watford City and McKinsey County growing, but there is some um, investment and some long-term thought being put into the county right now is that a fair thing to say very much so yes we are we're well past the kind of the frenzy of a few years ago and we're you know we're kind of looking out you know five years from now what what's our community going to look like and trying to build build accordingly because it's not crisis mode work we're kind of we can do some strategic forward thinking planning um, for our community so that's that's it's a good place to be in Huh, interesting. So, okay, let's talk a little bit about Watford City, McKenzie County, if you will, that are known as the hotspot of the Bakken. Uh, you guys are going to be sh- uh, featured on a national show coming up this month. Talk to me about that, a travel channel, or what's that all about? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're very excited about being on Travels with Darley. Um, it, she came out last summer in June, so it is beautiful and green. And it's kind of it's uh, it's interesting to look at the pictures now when it's all cold and uh, white outside. Mr. Daniel Stenberg, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with Daniel Stenberg, McKinsey County Economic Development Corporation. My name is Jason Spies. This is the Multimedia Cafe. It holds us laughing, and here's to the sound of one hand clapping, and here's to not letting this moment pass. And here's to carrying the weight of the world, and here's to screaming, yeah, never being heard. And here's to not letting this moment pass. Welcome back. Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation. Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what you're going to talk about. All right, next, we're going to continue our conversation with Daniel Stenberg, McKinsey County Economic Development Corporation, right here on the Multimedia Cafe. This is Daniel Stenberg. But, um, but yeah, no, um, so that's, we're really excited. That's going to be debuting on March 24th at 4.30 p.m. Um, on Prairie Public um, here in North Dakota, but it's also going to be on um, public television throughout North, throughout the United States 
um, at various times. Each state can kind of set their own schedule. So within the next month or two, people can find that out from travelswithdarley.com if they're looking for when it's going to be outside the state. But inside uh, North Dakota and the Prairie Public Region, it will be on March 24th at 4.30 p.m. in the afternoon. So we're excited, very excited to showcase um, the community to a, to a nationwide audience, but I think it's also interesting to even people within our community um, to see what's going on. Well, I tell you, you can always pass along to your local people what I'd like to tell people. In fact, just last interview with a gentleman from Louisiana, uh, uh, Gary Bodin, um, excuse me, Keith Bodin, Bodin uh, is that I believe what's going on right now is history is being made to where our kids' kids are going to read about it in history class, and Watford City is going to be its own chapter. So it's kind of exciting to see some of these uh, national and um, you know international at some some points really do documentation and kind of you know you're 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 being documented right now. Watford City is is that come across to you? Is that absorbed yet? that you guys are being documented like that, you know, for future generations? Well, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's quite, um, quite interesting when we get mentioned in national publications or they, you know, you get a call, not very often, but, you know, I got a call from the Wall Street Journal, you know, or people from um, overseas who are doing journalistic endeavors and they're, they said, well, we've been hearing about Watford City, what, what's going on there, you know, type thing. And it's just kind of like, because growing up here, the, you would, we would really wouldn't get much national press at all so there is national press um some happening now and that's that's interesting and but we just want to make sure that we can um not just uh be known to a national audience but we have to just make sure that we have a good community for the people who are living here um first and foremost too so and i think that like this travels with darley program i think it's, it's an awesome opportunity for us to just kind of sit back and realize you know we had this national figure she was in california before our trip before she came to North Dakota, and then she went off to France after that. So her episodes are, um, are yeah, very world-class destinations, and she thought the Badlands, and um, she loved the Badlands. She was here during Home Fest, so she got to see some some kind of hometown entertainment, and then also was on Lake Sakakawea to hear about Lewis and Clark and, and different things. So she was able to experience the historic aspects, and sometimes it just takes somebody else to tell you that, oh, yeah, you've got good things going on in your community that kind of helps you realize what what we are living amongst well that's one of the the fun things about this is Watford City has really been such a story because the the growth has been record I mean you're talking record growths for for national record growths for communities in terms of how many people went into a city in such a short period of time so, you know, you, you guys have seen the extremes happen and the investment to have a uh, main street, the investment for quality of life. It's got to be refreshing just to know that from some some outside perspective, some people are looking at you guys and saying, good job. I mean, you guys are actually doing some things that, you know, should be uh, have some national notoriety and that sort of thing, because you got to remember, it was only three years ago when some of the kids were using outhouses at the schools because you guys are renovating and it was 20 below outside or whatever. What, do you remember those days? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, kids, kids can tell those stories um, in the present day, too, of, of their stories back in the day in Watford City. And on the, on the topic of schools, it's exciting that we did get our bond passed with 80% of the vote 
um, to build our next elementary school. And then there was a second question as well that if necessary, there will be a third elementary school built probably within about three years if growth keeps up with projections. So, um, so yeah, no, the, the school situation is um, um, we're definitely continuing to experience good growth, and I think it's it's partly in due to the leadership who's been on the proactive side of, of getting buildings built when they are needed and meeting the projections and not kind of waiting till things are in crisis mode. Boy, 80% of the vote for a new school, that, that's got to be quite a stamp of approval that your community uh, who's really involved in the day-to-day operations of the oil and gas companies because, you know, they're, that's who's living there, are people primarily working in the oil and gas industry. Now, there are some other industries there too, but uh, that to me, it sounds like there's a stamp of approval that, again, this is another sign the industry is doing pretty good out there. Yep, yep, yeah. I think our people realize that that's, that's kind of what we need to do. And, um, and yeah, and we're just trying to get everything figured out. I mean, we had a lot of apartments built, and they're mostly filled up, but we have people that are have been in the apartments for a couple of years, and they're looking for single-family housing, and so so now we really want to see more single-family housing get built out just because there's not much demand, or there's not much supply, um, lots of demand, and, um, and so we're trying to figure out if there's creative ways to kind of help spur that, but I think the market itself will be, um, I mean, from the sounds of it, there's going to be some some good single-family housing built, and we we can use as much um, as uh, as the construction workers are able to produce. I think for sure here. So, so that's one of the big things we're going to be looking to for the spring is getting more single-family housing in. Well, talk to me about what, what what's going on out there. The economy at a glance, if you will. I got your latest newsletter. I see economy at a glance. Um, you know, there's a spreadsheet and everything. So. Uh, well, first of all, if somebody listening, you know, some oil executive listening wants to get a weekly, I'm sorry, a monthly newsletter from you, make sure you plug that uh, and then also transition into kind of the economy at a glance a little bit, maybe a few bullet points that uh, some of the uh, people in the energy industry might want to know about. Sure. Well, to get signed up, you can go to our website, econdev, E-C-O-N-D-E-V, dot mckinseycounty.net um and that and there you can see the the newsletter link and then uh, at the top of that we'll give you an option to subscribe and i I do send out a monthly uh e-newsletter of just kind of things that have been happening in the community just for especially for people who are outside and are just um interested in in kind of keeping tabs with with what's happening in the community um in that i include an economy at a glance which is um, mostly just public data that uh, I've collected from various sources to, so that people can see what's, what's happening with, um, with our economy, showing our unemployment rate, um, labor force numbers, oil, dis, um, oil that's come into our um, community, the price of oil, different things like that. Um, and then like some, it's the most current a month that's available or a quarter and then i also do year to date and so like looking at year to date 2017 versus 2018 pretty much all of our categories are higher in terms of tax distribution in terms of um, building permits and building permit values all of those things are all kind of up and um and i don't see any reason why 2019 is gonna 
going to be a be a slower year than 2018. Just we have so many gas plants being built right now in the community, over a billion dollars worth of, of gas, natural gas processing plants. That um, all the construction jobs that they bring in, but then also there'll be um, long-term, very family sustainable type um, jobs that will be a part of the, the long-term gas infrastructure in addition to all the oil field jobs that we have. Mr. Daniel Stedberg, going to ask you to hold that thought one more time, and we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Daniel Stenberg, McKinsey County Economic Development Corporation. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation, and choosing us as part of your content. Exclusive interviews right here in the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. All right, coming up next, we're going to continue and conclude our interview with Daniel Stenberg, McKinsey County Economic Development Corporation. So those gas those billion dollars in gas um, um, facilities, those are going to be right outside of Watford, huh? Yep, yeah. This is, I mean, McKinsey County produces 40% of the state's oil, but 50% of the state's gas. So just, just the way the formation is, it's just uh, there's a lot of gas um, in addition to the oil here. And so then it's best to have those plants located to where the, where the gas um is being produced so that they don't have as many sure. pipelines. And so that's, so yeah, no, just kind of east of town, there's plants being built and south of town and there's ones west of town. So, and, and there's ones north of town. So it's, yeah, every direction from Watford city, there's gas plants. So you guys are going to be uh, just having, you know, nomadic construction workers for the next three to four years, just that alone, building those plants and, and pipelines. Yep. And yeah, I mean, yep. so, there's a few thousand people every summer right there just right, adding yep. to your local economy. Hey, how far are you guys from Sydney? I forget between you. I get mixed up between Williston and Watford. How far are you from Sydney, Montana? It's about 60 miles. 
Okay, it's about the same then that it is from Williston. Uh, yeah, Williston's about 45, yep. Okay, so it's not that far away. I know they've got, with One Oak, uh, One Oak's got quite a presence in Sydney, and of course, One Oak has quite a presence, at least they, they, they're going to if they don't already, in Watford City. Um, what, what are some of the bigger companies that have made some investments in the last, you know, five to ten years there in, in, in Watford City? Well, One Oak is, is doing the, I think it's, and uh, yeah, this is round figures, but I think it's something like $800 million for their two Demix Lakes plants that they're doing, and they already have a couple um, a couple in our county already in terms of gas plants. Right. And so they're, they're big on the gas side, but Whiting has an office here in Watford City as well as ConocoPhillips, and ConocoPhillips is that they've been adding more employees um, as well. But, but yeah, no, we've got we've got a lot of the big players um, right in our community. Hess has a lot in the Keene area of the Wells um, and, and things like that. So, hmm. yep, lots of stuff going on. Lots of good oh, wait, signs there, man. I mean, ConocoPhillips adding employees. you got a lot of uh, construction being added, that sort of thing. And, you know, the only reason I bring it up is because, you know, there is some uncertainty right now with oil and gas prices um, that, that's going on as far as, some other plays are talking about whether the drilling is going to continue. Of course, it, the last production, I think, was down a little bit from Lynn Helms. Uh, that, of course, is, is somewhat winter-related, uh, but pricing is affecting. But I, go, I always go back to a few years ago when you know, we were talking $30 oil, and they were still drilling close to a million barrels a day. Now, most of the activity was, I believe, right out of the Watford City area. Am I, is that correct? Was, that's where primarily most of the drilling was? Yeah, a lot of the that's they consider that the core area, yeah. just where the where it's most economic to be drilling. Yeah, uh, let let me ask you about a couple things here, and then we'll um, let let you get your day going. Uh, I did want to let you plug the job fair coming up, and I do want to ask you about some uh, local donations, that sort of things. I like to uh, make sure that people get reminded that not only do the oil and gas companies pay. Um, quite a lot of taxes. They also contribute quite a bit to the local uh, charities and the local social services and the local schools, and they actually contribute to the local fire departments and some of the other things that government should be picking up the tab on. The oil and gas company not only pays a lot of taxes, but they also donate to those social services. So I saw in your newsletter that ConocoPhillips gave a few bucks uh, around town, that sort of thing. So um, can you take a few minutes, I guess, talk about that and maybe a few others? Uh, what the, the one Oak comes to mind, they were, what was it? They donated a million bucks to the, um, um, emergency room and then a 50 grand to, to some diagnostics thing shortly after that. So those are just a few off the top of my head, but I'll, I'll let you kind of talk a little bit about the one in your newsletter. And then if there's any, any other ones that you wouldn't mind mentioning, um, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, so we have this thing called the McKinsey County Community Foundation, which is an endowment, meaning that all the money that is um, given to the to the foundation is um, is put in a savings account, and then only the interest is given out as grants. And so it's really a long-term, it's in perpetuity um, uh, agent where, um, you'll always have money to give out each year. And this year there was about $5,000 to give out. 
that being the, it just the interest earnings. So there's you know a good, about two two or three hundred thousand dollars in the endowment, um, and and so the foundation was able to give out five thousand dollars. While ConocoPhillips, well, they came in and they said, hey, we want to match the amount that you're going to give out. And so we were able to give out a little over $10,000. And that was good because we had grant applications of about $50,000 that had been t- turned into us. And so they were able to help us extend extend the reach of the community foundation. So we're thankful to ConocoPhillips for that. But yeah, I know we've had a lot of um, a lot of good support from the industry in, in a lot of different things. The Rough Rider Center has, um, has companies that helped um, with signage, um, kind of the displays in the in the arena, um, Farmers Union Oil. There was E and M Services, Roosevelt Inn and Suites. Um, but yeah, the hospital that has been a huge thing that we were able and excited to have that debuted this summer, this past summer in July. And now we've been getting more doctors. We had an orthopedic surgeon, um, in addition to a couple other doctors, just in the past month. And so we're, we're really excited about getting more of our medical needs met right here in our community. Um, and then the job fair that you mentioned that we have coming up, yes, that, we're excited about that as well. It's March 27th and um, 3 to 7 p.m. at the Rough Rider Center in Watford City. Job Service North Dakota is the one who, who puts that on, but it's a multi you know, industry, so kind of any industry is able to come and set up a booth there. And for information about that, you can contact my office, but the best is if you just talk with the Williston Job Service Office. Um, they will have all the information you need to know about either registering as an employer for it or coming coming for the event as well. And so, yeah, lots of, we're making good use out of our Rough Rider Center. We've had a bunch of hockey tournaments happening, and then all of our Class A games have been happening over there. And um, we'll have the state firefighters convention coming in the in the spring, and the petroleum council will be doing their annual meeting in September, all at the Rough Riders Center. So we're making good use out of that building too. Well, it sure seems like it. I mean, it, every time you turn around, it seems like there's some kind of event going on there. And is it are these events being well attended? Is the uh, community using it up, or is it just is it is it just for show these days? <laughs> Yeah, nope, nope. It's uh, it's pretty active every night between all of the. Well, we have gymnastics practice and hockey practice, and and then the well, volleyball before Christmas, and now it's basketball season now. And um, hmm. yeah, lots of lots of different activities happening all the time. In addition to people who are having their holiday parties there, and we also have um, a lot of education happening out there. Train ND is providing classes. Williston State. We just got a. English language learner class and a GED class in there, in addition to all of the safety meetings that um, companies will have as well there. So, so lots of lots of things happening all the time. Pop quiz, I guess, because I don't know if you know this information. Uh, I, the uh, former mayor, now the lieutenant governor, Brent Sanford, and I would talk about this. Um, just remind the listener listeners out there, what was Watford City's population before the oil boom, and what is it today? Yeah, when I was growing up here, and even through like 2010, it was around 13 or 1400 people, is what they were saying. And then now we're 
upwards near 7,000 or 6,700, I think is what the census estimates us at. So it's about 300% population growth in eight years, nine years. And that was Daniel Stenberg with the McKenzie County Economic Development Corporation. To listen to the full-length interview in its entirety, check out thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. The Multimedia Cafe is part of the Crude Life Media Network. And for more information and exclusive interviews, visit thecrudelife.com. My name is Jason Spies. This is the Multimedia Cafe. I am washed by the water, even when the earth crumbles under my feet. Even when the ones I love turn around and crucify me. I won't ever, ever let you down I won't fall, I won't fall I won't fall as long as you're around me Even when the rain falls Even when the flood starts rising Even when the storm comes I am washed by the water Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation. Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what you're going to talk about. Well, coming up next, we ran into Tom Pexcamp, a singer-songwriter. In fact, the song that you're going to hear at the end of our interview is Tom Pexcamp performing it live right here in our studio. This is Tom Pexcamp, the singer-songwriter. So, uh, you know Blind Joe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he's from the Fargo area, or was. Yep. And, and you guys toured a lot, um, kind of around the same time. I don't know if you guys ever did any shows together. We, we did a couple here and there uh, back, yeah, like I the old some, I did some shows. Broken Axe and, okay. and a few of those little things, yeah. Well, one of the things him and I were talking about was, um, you know, the songs, of course, becomes a commercial for your live shows. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the merchandising, you know, and for him, him keychains and bottle openers and that sort of thing. Yeah. Do you guys get into anything like that? Have you guys gotten into T-shirts? Or? You know, we, we haven't. Um, not, I, I think it's just maybe not out of being lazy, but part of it is, you know, the music's there. And, and some of that stuff, it's, yeah, it's, it's a great way to make a buck or two. And, and a lot of times, but I think ultimately us as a band, we show up and we just enjoy playing. I, th- I think it's just we, we, we get that opportunity to go play music for us and, and celebrate um, the songs we've written and the energy of it and the love that we have for each other as a band. And, and it's, it's more about just the, the opportunity to, to get to share that with a live crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes more than, um, for me anyways, the last few years, you know, there was, there was a time in my life where, yeah, I needed to get paid because that's how I was completely making my living. And um, there was a time where I could... I traveled and, you know, I had two, three years where I was able to go maybe longer than that, um, go from town to town and I'd stop in and say, hey, can I play a show for, you know, $25 at a meal or something like that? And, you know, back when I could get to Red Wing, Minnesota and to Fargo and $10 worth of gas, you know, and, and you, you could do that kind of stuff and live cheap. And and uh, so it's, it's nice to have that money there, but af- after I think getting a little bit more comfortable and not necessarily settling down, but maybe maybe becoming a little bit wiser and um and having a permanent residence um a- able to take and you know i don't need necessarily need that 25 dollars right now it's nice to have mm-hmm. for some of these musicians that that's <clears throat> all they're doing um 
I think if it was all I was doing, I would definitely have the merchandise and I would have the, the cup koozies and, and I think the, you know, the whatever goes along with the t-shirts and, and the bottle openers. But um, right now it's just, it's so much fun to play and, and have it as, as our, our craft and our art that that's kind of enough right now. Makes sense. Do you guys use social media? Um, yeah, but we're terrible at it. <laughs> You're like me. You know, terrible. It's, there, there's so many things. You know, I, I think if we if we were got on top of it a little bit more, you know, when we have a show, we post it to our Facebook. Um, but you're not doing like Facebook live videos of your first song to entice people to be like, oh, the Moody River Band's playing down at Abercrombie. We yeah. better get down there. You know, that, and that's that's part of our our learning curve. We're not I think. going anywhere different. Everyone has heard of us for years now. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, how, how many states have you guys played in? Because I, I always consider you guys a regional band. Um, gosh, I mean, uh, five or six, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We, we we took we took a trip down to Nashville and. Um, we stopped in Kansas, New York, and Kansas, Saint Augustine. New York. Yes, yeah, shit, so. New York, yeah, Saint Augustine, Tennessee, yeah, we, and, uh, Minnesota, North Dakota, Jefferson City, Missouri, Missouri, yeah. Chicago, yeah, Chicago. Okay, wow. Okay, yeah, regional with a couple tours just to yeah play test the waters, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. How was Nashville? Did you guys? Assign, by the way, how would you describe your band out there? I mean, because you, uh, to me, you guys have got like. Uh, uh, almost like a big band feel. You know, yeah, I, I think we, we're rooted in, I guess, roots music. I think we, we're blues, Americana, there's country, there's, gosh, I mean, I think we dabble a little bit of, of everything. We have um, a horn that plays with us that adds some of that, that maybe big band stuff you're, mm-hmm. you're thinking of. Um, but, I mean, we're folk folk rock. I mean, I, it's always tough to pin a genre on yourself, but um, I would maybe call us, like, you know, blues, rock and roll, Americana, somewhere in there. Mostly uh, street festivals now? Is that what, or what, what, what's your main gig now, do you think? Well, um, we've, we've slowed down a little bit this last year just with family stuff um, coming up and, and, and getting a handle on that. And I, I, you know, that's been more my deal and our drummers. Um, but we've, we've been wanting to get back into it a little bit more. Um, but it's, it's local stuff. Um, we did a few little kind of parking lot parties, some of the, uh, the beer festivals and things like that. Um, it's a great opportunity. These breweries that are opening up all over the place, they've kind of become the new coffee shop. Yeah, you know um, where where people are are going to ex- and expecting to hear music to gather to socialize. Um, instead of a cup of coffee, it's a craft beer. Well, you guys played Hatch Hatch Realty's uh, Hatch Fest, Hatch Stock. Yeah, that was that was a blast. We, uh, yeah, that was pretty fun. They had the ladies from Tiger Lily there, and can, yeah, can you believe a couple thousand people just on a Friday night show up <laughs> out to Eric the, Hatch's it was parking lot? Yeah, it was yeah, like it was, it was hot. It was hot. I was in Madison, Wisconsin at Pokemon Regionals for my son. He, Ooh. Uh, Placed in the top eight, and he made it to Pokemon International. Wow! So yeah, he's uh, he's in the syndicate now, so to oh, speak. Geez. Yeah, yeah. But uh, otherwise, I'd have been at Hatchstock. Yeah, yeah. I, went, I went last year. Uh, Johnson Family Band yep. and Flatliners played. Yep. Yeah. Flatlands. Yeah, yeah. A flatliner. <laughs> yeah, the movie or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, Alex, Bill, and yeah, right. uh, whoever else is in Flatliners these days. <laughs> uh, Flatlands these days just did it again. <laughs> All right, time for a new song. What, what, what do we got next? Oh, dude, I was just kind of doing that. Um, what do you think? Oh. Uh, how about um, maybe picking on the devil? Or picking on the devil? What's uh, that? Come on now. Some of our stations, the uh, Tea Party's liberal, so well, we don't want to get too much. We well, don't scare it's, them. It's it's. Um, I got in a fight with my wife, and it wasn't like a really bad fight. And it kind of turned comical because there was a, I had a box of yarn that was from a garage sale or something, and I like threw a ball of yarn not at her but just like in general 
and it was just really funny because what's a ball of yarn really going to do, you know? Right. And so the cat got excited, and then it was just kind of, you know, the the fight really diffused fast. Um, then we just threw all the yarn in the box because it was, was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, this line came out of that, and it's picking on the devil and fighting on you. It's kind of like I'm I'm just kind of picking on, on on things to pick on them and, you know, kind of stir in trouble where, you know, why no 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 real reason but you are and sounds good to be go. not about you know domestic no 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 it's not it's not biblical at all uh, no, 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 no 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 sense but all right hang on what's what's all right what's the name of the song uh picking on the devil you'll be the whistle and i'll be the bell You'll be the wish, honey, I'll be the well. You'll be the bird and I'll be the call. You'll be the cannon and I'll be the ball. So I'm picking on the devil and I'm fighting with you. Been yelling, I've been screaming, climbing up the wall. Yeah, the rain don't mind which way it falls. And it falls, it falls, it Tom Pexcamp, the singer-songwriter and good friend of the program. I'd like to thank Mr. Tom Pexcamp for joining our program today, as well as Daniel Stenberg, McKinsey Economic Development Corporation. Thank you very much for joining the program here at the Multimedia Cafe. Well, that's going to do it for our program today, February 1st, Friday. Hope you folks have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl if you're going to get out and enjoy that festivities. But for me, that's going to do it this week, folks. From the staff at the Multimedia Cafe, my name is Jason Spies, asking you to savor life and enjoy the spice.
Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. 